the mahabharata chapter 57 the pandava generalissimo govinda that is krishna reached upaplavya and told the pandavas what had happened in hastinapura i spoke urging what was right and what was also good for them but it was all in vain there is now no way out except the last alternative of war the foolish duryodhana would not listen to the advice tendered to him by the elders in the assembly we must now prepare for war without delay kurukshetra is waiting for the holocaust hmm, there is no longer any hope of peace said yudhishthira addressing his brothers and he issued orders for marshaling their forces in battle array they formed the army in seven divisions appointing drupada virata drishtadyumna sikhandin satyaki chekitana and bhima sena at the head of each division they then considered who should be appointed the generalissimo addressing sahadeva yudhishthira said we should select one of these seven to be the supreme commander he should be one capable of successfully facing the great bhishma who can burn enemies to ashes he should be one who knows how to dispose his forces as circumstances require from time to time who do you think is most fitted for this responsibility sahadeva in the olden days it was the practice to ascertain the views of younger people first before consulting the elders this instilled enthusiasm self confidence in the younger folk if the elders were consulted first it would not be possible for others to speak with freedom and even honest differences of opinion might savor of disrespect let us take as our supreme commander the king of virata who helped us when we lived in disguise and with those support of his people we now demand our share of the kingdom replied sahadeva it seems best to make drupada the generalissimo for in point of age wisdom courage birth and strength he is supreme said nakula drupada the father of draupadi who learnt archery from bharadwaja who's for long been waiting for an encounter with drona who's much respected by all kings 
and who is supporting us as if we were his own sons should lead our army against drona and bhishma said nakula dharmaputra denas dhananjaya for his opinion i think drishtadhyumna should be our chief in the battlefield the hero who has his senses under control and who has been born to bring about drona's end drishtadhyumna alone can withstand the arrows of bhishma whose skill in archery made even the great parasurama hold back he is the only man fitted to be our commander i can think of no one else replied arjuna bhima sena said o king what arjuna says is true but the rishis and elders have said that sikandin has come into the world to kill bhishma my inclination would be to give the command to sikandin whose radiant face is like that of parasurama i do not think anyone else can defeat bhishma yudhishthira finally asked keshava for his opinion the warriors mentioned are each one of them worthy of selection said krishna any one of them would fill the kauravas with fear all things considered i would endorse arjuna's choice anoint drishtadhyumna therefore as your supreme commander accordingly drishtadhyumna drupada's illustrious son who led draupadi at the swayamvara and gave her away to arjuna who for 13 long years was brooding over the insult that his sister had to suffer in duryodhana's court and who was waiting for an opportunity to avenge the wrong was anointed supreme commander of the pandava army the lion roar of warriors the blowing of conches and shells and the trumpeting of elephants rent the air with war like cheer which made the welkin ring the pandava army entered kurukshetra in martial array yatra yogeshwar krishno yatra partho danurtara tatra sri vijayo bhutir truvani tirmatirmaman the mahabharata chapter 58 the kaurava generalissimo bhishma stood in command of the kaurava army 
Duryodhana bowed reverently to him and said, May it please you to lead us and achieve victory and fame, even as Kartikeya led the Devas. We will follow you as calves follow the sire bull. Hmm, so be it, said the grandsire, but, but you should understand this on which my mind is without a doubt. The sons of Pandu are to me the same as you, sons of Dhritarashtara. In fulfillment of my promise to you, I shall lead the army, discharge my duty. Tens of thousands of warriors will daily fall by my arrows on the battlefield. But kill the sons of Pandu I cannot. This war has not had my approval. Short of killing the Pandavas, I shall discharge all my obligations in this war. One thing more. One thing more. The son of Surya, whom you hold dear, is opposed to my leadership and dislikes my ideas. Should you be so minded, ask him to take over the leadership of the army and conduct the battle from the outset. I shall not object. Concluded the grandsire. I will keep out as long as Bhishma is alive and come in only after he is gone. Then I will oppose Arjuna and kill him, said Karna. Duryodhana accepted the condition laid down by Bhishma and anointed him the generalissimo of his forces, which rolled like a great flood into Kurukshetra. Yatra Yogeshwara Krishna Yatra Partho Dhanurtara Tatra Sri Vijayo Bhutir Truvani Tirmatirmaman Tamahabharata Chapter fifty nine Balarama Balarama, the illustrious brother of Krishna, visited the Pandavas in their encampment. Balarama, clad in blue silk, entered majestically like a lion. Yudhishthira, Krishna and others gave the broad-shouldered warrior a glad welcome, bowing to Drupada and Viratha. The visitor seated himself beside Dharmaputra. 
I have come to Kurukshetra, said he. Learning that the descendants of Bharata have let themselves be overwhelmed by greed, anger, hatred and the peace talks have broken down and that war has been declared. Overcome by emotion, he paused for a while and then continued. Dharmaputra, dreadful destruction is ahead. The earth is going to be a bloody morass strewn with mangled bodies. It is an evil destiny that has maddened the Kshatriya world to foregather here to meet its doom. Often have I told Krishna, Duryodhana is the same to us as the Pandavas. We may not take sides in their foolish quarrels. He would not listen to me. His great affection for Dhananjaya has misled Krishna and he is with you in this war which I see he has approved. How can Krishna and I be in opposite camps? For Bhima and Duryodhana, both of them my pupils, I have equal regard and love. How then can I support one against the other, nor can I bear to see the Kauravas destroyed? I will therefore have nothing to do with this war, this conflagration which will consume everything. This tragedy has made me lose all interest in the world, and so I shall wander among holy places. Having thus spoken against the calamitous war, Krishna's brother left the place, his heart laden with sorrow and his mind seeking consolation in God. The episode of Balarama's keeping out of the Mahabharata war is illustrative of the perplexing situations in which good and honest men often find themselves. Compelled to choose between two equally justifiable but contrary courses of action, the unhappy individual is caught in the horns of a dilemma. It is only honest men that find themselves in this predicament. The dishonest ones of the earth have no such problems, guided as they are solely by their own attachments and desire, self-interest. Not so the great men who have renounced all desire. Witness the great trials to which in the Mahabharata, Bhishma, Vidura, Yudhishthira and Karna were put. We read in this epic how they solved their several difficulties. Their solutions did not conform to a single moral pattern, but reflected their several individualities. The conduct of each was the reaction of his personality and character to the impact 
of circumstances. Modern critics and expositors sometimes forget this underlying basic factor and seek to weigh all in the same scales, which is quite wrong. We may profit by the way in which in the Ramayana, Dasharatha, Kumbhakarna, Maricha, Bharata, and Lakshmana reacted to the difficulties with which each of them was faced. Likewise, Balarama's neutrality in the Mahabharata war was a lesson. Only two princes kept out of that war. One was Balarama and the other was Rukma, the ruler of Bhojakata. The story of Rukma whose younger sister Rukmini married Krishna is told in the next chapter. Yatra Yogeshwara Krishno Yatra Partho Dhanurutara Tatra Sri Vijayo Bhutir Dhuvani Tirma Tirmama